Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hang on to your balls. It's time for the Horror Hangout Podcast. Welcome to the Horror Hangout podcast, where two bearded film fans watch the 50 best horror movies ever and then talk about them. My name is Luke Condor, and that's with a K, and I'm joined by my regular co host, Mr. Mr. Ben Errington. And we have a regular, sort of behind the scenes, sometimes co host, uh, spreadsheet guy, Christmas horror movie expert, uh, Mr. Andy <laughs> Condor Turner. How's it going, Andy? Hey, guys, I'm really good, thanks. Feeling festive. Too good. As, as you can tell from the, from the jumper, uh, people on the audio uh, feed are not. You know, can't bear witness to, to what what we're seeing right now. Scroll back here. It's the yeah. Christmas CSI to my own. So it's the Christmas jumper with a, with a T Rex with a Christmas hat on, shooting a laser out of its mouth onto a Christmas tree. The la- said laser is then becoming Christmas lights. Yeah, what a time. I mean, it's a it, I mean, it's a good effort. <laughs> but, <you know>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not your traditional Christmas jumper, but yeah, I've uh, I'd go with it. God yeah. bless the internet. Luke, good, have man. you got Christmas Christmas pants on? Have you got pants made out of fair made out made out of fairy lights right now? We've got Christmas ball balls. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> dangling. Very nice. I um no, I, haven't, I, don't really, I don't really own any any Christmas clothes. Um, but I'm always you know carrying that festive uh, cheer. It's um, on the inside. <laughs> yeah, carrying that festive feeling deep in your gut. Whereas Ben looks like way. he's in a complete like <laughs> Christmas uniform. He's got the hat. The, the nipple singlets, yeah. I imagine. The Christmas jumper. That's right. There we go. Exactly. Yeah. To be fair, though, I'm, I'm in quite a warm room, and this is quite a chunky knit. Uh, so I might be <laughs> sweltering at some point. And uh, so if I if I de <laughs> if I derobe, then that's why. Okay. Okay. Then we'll get the singlets out, like the tiny Santa hats, just on the ends. <laughs> <laughs> Teeny tiny ones. Um, with little brown beards. Uh, okay, so um, 
And we all got we've all got booze, right? So Andy, I think, yeah. is the only one who brought the recommended alcoholic beverage. Um, yeah, rocking the snowball. Where, oh. did, where did they come from? Because I'm sure like they didn't exist until two years ago, and now I seem to see them everywhere, and they I taste think, fantastic. I think everyone's grandma drinks them, so they must have had like a like a period in the valley of disinterest, like a lot of films, right? And they've just come back. Yeah, little deep cut. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever had a snowball. You're missing oh, out. They're missing very, out. very tasty. Never. Well, why are they so good? Rec- recommend them to me, please. Uh, Sell them to me. Well, Andy, you've got one in in your hand right now. What, what would you explain well, its flavour? Um, it's really hard. It tastes a bit like Christmas. If you could turn it into a drink, <laughs> yeah. And, Honestly, what, what else are you gonna What else are you gonna well, use all yeah. the Advocar in your house for? Yeah, it's uh, oh, so it's and What else? Lemonade. lemonade. That's it. But it's, uh, it's, it tastes okay. really Christmas. I don't know what it is better. I've never had yeah. eggnog either, and it, like I always see that in films, and always think that looks. That is like the kind of drink I would like to drink. We've made, some, we've made some once, twice. Once it was really nice. The second time it accidentally became scrambled egg. The first time was much better. Wait, so is it actually egg in there? Yeah, it's made of like egg, milk, like enough sugar to kill you. And then you cook. It's really nice warm. Just egg, egg pro- milk and sugar. Just and you accidentally... oh, 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 and cognac and brandy. Uh, right, right, okay, yeah. <laughs> And okay. you accidentally made scrambled egg, but that's fine because breakfast sorted. Yeah. yeah. Just yaki scrambled eggs. <laughs> you made up some scrambled eggs and were like, oh, I suppose we make an eggnog. And then you like left the eggnog pan on its own. Yeah. <laughs> Poppins and cognac, yeah. <laughs> so uh, today's episode is a little bit different. Um, I think this might be the last episode of the year, I'm not too sure. It's the last episode before Christmas anyway. Um, we're going to yeah. do 10 Christmas horror movies to watch this festive period. So... We're going to be chatting about Christmas horror movies. We picked 10 different Crimbo Nasties from the DVD bin outside Tesco's. And we don't really have any plans ready. I think um, I've seen four of them. Ben's seen the same four, I believe. And Andy, as I said, he is a Christmas horror movie expert. <laughs> I think he's... Um, how many of you watched this past week? I have blitzed all 10. <laughs> so, um, okay. oh, wow. <laughs> I've not watched any nice Christmas films yet or any television or really done very much else. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope it didn't become a job in itself. I hope like people have seen you outside the house recently. Like you just realise you're going to be on the show, and it's like you disappeared from your normal life. Yeah, just just vanished. Said, right, guys, I've got serious work to do. Yeah. These Christmas horror movies aren't going to watch themselves. How many will someone be stabbed by a sharpened candy cane? How yeah. many will there be Christmas lights involved? Surprisingly, quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like? Hopefully, this hasn't ruined Christmas for you this year. Where any any time anyone brings out any fairy lights or candy canes or anything you're not gonna be instantly terrified in the corner no please <laughs> no I'll, I'll counteract it i'll get on to like jingle all the way next week it'll be fine jingle all pretty the way violent that's, as that's well mate. yeah it's got some fight scenes in it yeah yeah it's got yeah. a big show in it a bum uh, <laughs> that's yeah a bum yeah uh it's a true spirit of christmas punching someone just uh because you want yeah. over a toy yeah. yeah so just out of curiosity before we jump in jingle all the way what other christmas movies are your favorites other than christmas horror movies other than jack frost um, I'll be home for Christmas, where that kid from Home Improvement gets glued into a Santa suit. That's real good. Um, the Grinch. Yeah, the Grinch is great. I quite like that one. Uh, for me, Home Alone one and two. Not Aww. just my favorite. Not just my favorite Christmas films, but two of my favorite films ever. Films yeah. that I can just return to and just love. Um, yeah. Somebody, somebody, somebody bought me a Home Alone storybook for uh oh, nice. secret santa which I'm, which I'm now showing on the video feed um 
it's aimed at kids, but I mean, I've already had at least 45 minutes worth of fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, it's just amazing. It's just the illustrations are fantastic. But yeah, I think for me, the, the film that really does capture the true spirit of Christmas. Yeah. Home Alone 2 Alone. has one of my favourite scenes, I think, ever. I saw you smooching with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Curry say I never. That's so, so funny. Cheeks, bony bab, clip. <laughs> You've been smooching with everybody. Amazing. <laughs> I'm afraid you're mistaken. We love you. <laughs> I think I think it is definitely one of the most. It's it's one of the most quotable films, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, so it's good. the classic. Uh, it's that classic story of that time when two hardened violent criminals break into yeah. a family's house and meet an equally hardened violent little kid. <laughs> Say, I know it's in the see, book. There aren't bits where they threaten to murder him because they threaten to murder off. him. They go, "I'm gonna bite your fingers off one by one." I'm gonna yeah. murder that kid, and everyone's like, "Yay, Christmas!" And there's like a Texas Chainsaw moment where they try and put him on the hook. I don't want to hook Yeah, but um, someone did it. Someone made like a mashup where they I haven't seen it, but it's like a video of all the like the uh, painful bits. So they've added in like gore effects and stuff to make it look how it would do if it was actually uh, like a real physical okay. thing. Yeah, I need to try and find it, but it looks pretty gruesome. I saw it still, and it had the bit with Harry and Marv on the floor looking up, and their faces were sort of caved in. It looked really gruesome. Oh, yeah. I saw um, there's another video, I forget who put it up, but it's like I think they had a doctor watch through it and say all the things that happened that would kill you. <laughs> Blowtorch uh, to the head. Yeah. I mean, well, that probably wouldn't kill you, but I mean, you know. The one that gets me is the birds. nail. The nail when he steps on it. Is that how many? Two. Uh, that stands on the tarry nail. That's the first one. Yeah, Home Alone 2 gets a little bit more violent where people get like electrocuted, people yep. like get a brick thrown at their head That's from like the three stories up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good aim though. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. Okay, cool. So should we jump into our first film? Um we are looking at uh Krampus, which um uh, We all saw, right? We all saw this one. Yeah. Have you seen it before, yep. Ben? No, I haven't seen it before. It's always been one of those films that I kind of, I think I missed it when it was in the cinema. And then obviously mm. they would, there's not like a release of a film. If it's just at the cinema at Christmas, it doesn't tend to get released until the year after. Mm. And yeah. I think, and I think by the time it got released the year after, I'd kind of like lost all interest in it. Yeah. Um, but I've heard, I've heard it's pretty good. So, so uh, yeah, but this was the first time I've seen it. So IMDb says it's about a boy who has a bad Christmas ends up accidentally summoning a festive demon to his family home. Uh, it's by a film by Michael Doherty. He did the Trick or Treat. You see Trick or Treat? That was pretty good. No, I've not I've not seen that, no. What about you, Andy? No, no, haven't seen that one. Um, I've heard about it. Um, is it on Netflix right now? I don't, it's like, um, I don't know if it is, maybe not. Um, but it's um, like a little Halloween anthology film. It's it's like surprisingly good. Like it's one of those ones where you watch, you think it's going to be kind of mm-hmm. kind of shitty, but it's um, really well made. And I think Krampus, this film, um, this is the second time I've seen it, and I think it's almost a classic. It just there's something that gets lost in it that doesn't quite work. Yeah. But um, yeah, what about you, Andy? What, you seen it before? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. I think I caught it. It must have been the year after it was released, but they did have a run at the cinema here, um, and we went and saw it just before Christmas, and. I remember I really enjoyed it, but it might have fallen a little bit short of being a classic because I think it was a little bit of hype. Like I went in, a lot of people said, oh, it's like Gremlins. Like it's, yeah, yeah. And it, and it isn't quite that, but there's some really good bits in it. I think yeah. it like, it borrows a lot from a lot of classic 
um, Christmas films. I mean, it felt there was a lot of Home Alone stuff where it's like, oh yeah. my god, you're, you're having such a bad. You're surrounded by family that you hate. You kind of wish for something to. Do you know what I mean? It's it's almost it's almost like it does borrow heavily from that. Um, but yeah, I could kind of see where the Gremlins ish bits with obviously all Krampus. The little, little gingerbread men as well. Yeah. Yeah, 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 especially when they shoot a ne- the nail gun um, yeah. at David Kecker's character. But yeah, I feel, I feel like it's it's almost like it's a really well well made movie. Um, I really like the tone. I really like the creature design. I think Krampus looks amazing. I really like Adam Scott in in anything else. Since yeah, he's very the, funny. Since watching um, Step Brothers, and <laughs> and Derek. Rick. Yeah, that's that's one of the funniest moments. Like when he's doing the harmony, the Guns N' Roses <laughs> yeah. harmony, and the car just starts to swerve <laughs> off the road. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a really good film. I just kind of feel like I think it's maybe the middle is a bit muddy or something, or it's not. It's not quite horror-y enough. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it, I feel like the ending just really kind of just peters off. It kind of just drops into nothingness. I think once you see also once you see Krampus up close, I think you kind of like lose a lot of the magic of it because mm. I think he's it is a great creature design. But I think when you don't look him dead in the face, yeah. dead in the dead in the horrible mouth. Um, it, I think then it sort of kind of starts to suffer a little bit, and I think a lot of the sidekicks. I mean, it is just pretty much CGI. Um, I mean, it's very CGI heavy. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was all right. What about the um, uh, uh, like a Jack in the Box snake? Yeah, that, I think thing. that's the scariest that's, thing, isn't it? That's horrible. Yeah, 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 that was good. That was quite obviously that was um, almost like a tremor meets a Jack in the Box thing, yeah. sort of like, <laughs> yeah. combined. Just yeah. like this horrible big slivering horrible mouthed yeah. beast I, I just think i really this is the second time i watched it the first time i watched it and i got a little bit bored halfway through and this time i was with it a little bit more but at the same time i was just thinking this middle bit where they just kind of hold up it just gets a little yeah. bit like boring i don't know it's yeah. almost like it's oh oh my god someone someone's gone missing right now we have to go after them yeah and then someone else has gone missing in the house now we have to go after them it's a bit it's a bit like that separating them all I thought it was pretty cool when um, everyone was asleep in the living room and the little gingerbread man comes down and yeah. Oh, yeah. Yanks, yeah. Yank, yanks, yanks one of them up. It's like the little Augustus Gloop boy and takes him away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like... Um, uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't quite understand the ending. Sorry, Luke. I didn't quite understand the ending, though. I was a bit like... Well... So it kind of like it kind of gives you the... Oh, it's like it a triple fake-out, isn't it? Yeah, a triple fake-out, yeah. And I was a bit like, well... <laughs> what, what I don't know. You, it kind of... The way I understood it is... Um... The, the boy kind of whisked Krampus into being by like, you know, throwing his letter to Santa when losing his Christmas spirit. And I think he's supposed to get out of it free like his grandma did, but he decided he'd prefer to be with his family. Um, he wanted them back, essentially, but so he kind of, he went into the snow globe with them. Um, he sort of, I don't know, that, that's, they also went in the end, and that's, I don't know, that's sort of how and it ended. And then you have like Groundhog Day Christmas forever. Is that like their their punishment? That was a rubbish Christmas. Awful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so what do you reckon? Do we recommend this one or not recommend? Go on, Ben, go for it. <laughs> I think, I think it's <laughs> all right. Okay, I'd, I'd say recommend because it's definitely it's a it's a good sort of if people don't know too much about the Krampus legend. Obviously, the German is it is German, isn't it? Uh, yes, yeah, it's, so. it's, it's Germanish. Germanish, Germanish. Um, yeah, I mean, it's nice, anyone to be believed. Yeah, I think this is it's quite nice... different, though, isn't it, to the original Krampus legend? The original one is like he comes out on the fifth and hits bad kids with uh, reeds. I mean, I don't think he puts them in snow globes. 
But uh, uh, he's not murderous. No. Um, I don't think there, there aren't too many alternative Christmas films like in the last what five or six years. So uh, definitely a good, definitely worth a watch. I'd say for sure. What about you, Andy? Um, yeah, I'd still recommend it. Like, um, there's some funny moments in it. It's got a really good cast of really funny people. Um, if you ignore the bit in the middle and the fact that it bothers me that the grandma must speak English because they all speak to her in English yes. and they understand German, but <laughs> that side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you have Did you have subtitles when she was speaking? No. Because no. I was. I hate. Don't you hate that moment when you're watching a film and you're like, "Am I supposed to be know what's happening here?" Yeah. Am I supposed to hear this? It was a bit like that. And then the boy was sort of like her interpreter. Yeah. <laughs> I would say um, if, people, if people like Krampus myth and stuff, um, there's a really good episode of Inside the Nine, uh, the Christmas special. Have you seen Inside the Nine, Ben? You've told me about it, so I do know about it, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, Reese Shearsmith and um, Steve Pemberton from uh, League of Gentlemen. And... They did a Christmas episode where it's like an old... I think BBC used to do these sort of yearly ghost stories, which is kind of like low production value, but they were like... Uh, they did one about the Krampus myth, and it's it's got a re- It's like... It's kind of uh, simmers away throughout most of the story, and then right at the end, last like 10 seconds, are really kind of uh, brutal in like the best <laughs> way. Have you seen it, Andy? No, I've never even heard of that before. I'll have to check it out. Inside Number 9, honestly, some of the episodes of that are so is, good. Yeah. Write that down. <laughs> it, is yeah. on, it is on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Um, first two seasons. One of, the, one of the episodes in season two wasn't a particularly like, horror movie episode, but uh, in terms of just like things that just kind of surprise you about how effect- emotionally effective they are, it's, it's, it's really good. So yeah, I definitely recommend that. Um, okay, so number two on the list. Should we do... One we've all seen, or should we jump to one of uh, uh, Andy's recommendations? <laughs> I wouldn't say recommend all okay. of these. Okay, we get. Should we go for an Andy one? Okay, cool. An Andy special. This is one called Rare Exports. Uh, this is what IMDb say about it. Oh, in, yeah. the, in the depths of the Corbatantori Mountains, four hundred and eighty-six meters deep, lies the closest ever guarded secret of Christmas. The time has come to dig it up. This Christmas, everyone will believe in Santa Claus. Uh, I have no idea what this is about. I looked at the poster; it looked like Santa Claus was in a cage. Yeah, uh, that's. I don't. I have no idea what's going on. I have actually seen this, but I've not seen. I didn't watch it for this, this week's episode. I watched it maybe like two years ago. Yeah. So, Andy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is uh, what's happening? Why is Santa in a cage? Okay, so um, it starts this ex- excavation team and they're drilling down into this mountain, um, you know, the, like the Northern Territory somewhere. Um, and they find there's a hollowed out bit under the mountain and they imply that they found like Santa Claus's burial site. So where he's been, he's dead and he's been buried all this time. So right. it starts at the beginning of December and then they've got all this time to excavate him and um, and take Santa and this company... This strange man knows he's there and he wants to capture him because he's been frozen in ice this whole time. And then it starts with, it mostly follows these kids and um, one of the boys in particular is dad. And the kids start disappearing and he's investigating because um, he's been reading up and he knows that it's Santa Claus. And then it follows a little bit of the Krampus myth, I guess, as well, that Santa Claus is this uh, person who beats naughty kids <laughs> rather than... <laughs> but, he, okay. but he boils them in oil and stuff instead of uh, hitting them with reeds. Is it uh, quite a gruesome horror? Movie? No, it's it's actually 
it's not very graphic at all. It's got some spooky moments in it, and it's uh, things are implied, but um, there's not very much graphic murder type things in it. Mm. But actually, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. Santa's more just like a sort of an elderly man who's a bit withered, really. Isn't yeah. Yes. I yeah. got confused with uh, this one and the the Goldberg one, just because I saw this guy oh. with a oh, yeah. head and I thought, is that Goldberg? That's Gilbert. <laughs> Goldberg still to come. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so Andy, uh, so for that one, uh, recommend or not recommend? I'm going to yeah, go with I... recommend just because it's uh, I've never seen it, and why not? I'd recommend it. It's it's pretty sweet. It's pretty funny. Um, if subtitles don't put you off, because there is some there are some English speakers in it, but the majority of the dialogue is in I'm not good enough at languages. <laughs> it's a it's a Nordic language, like a Scandinavian so, uh, sort of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. As far as as far as I remember, I quite enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was again a good alternative sort of like Christmas film. Um, I remember it being quite. Was it quite action heavy? If I remember, there was a bit of action yeah, there a, and again. There's there's a fair bit of action, and there's some, especially towards the end, where it really starts kicking off. Um, but also the dialogue's quite funny as well. And I think the dad of the little of the main character is like a butcher, so it can be quite. As you can imagine, it's uh, quite graphic in those parts. But for the most part, the the Santa guy getting the kids is sort of off screen. The main child actor is is pretty cool as well, yeah. if I remember right. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He yeah. knows what's up. So, um, so we recommending that one. Be, in terms of budget, how how much? What's the production quality like on this? Yeah, I think it's, it's pretty... shot. I think it's shot pretty well, and I think mm. they get away with not having to have that many effects in there. They have a helicopter, so. Yeah. yeah, must have spent a bit on that. <laughs> cool. Okay, so um, uh, so that's two down. Uh, we've got eight to go. Should we do? Um, in fact, let's do one we've all seen. Um, go let's go with the original Black Christmas. Um, so this is about during their Christmas break, a group of sorority girls are stalked by a stranger, by Bob Clark, and it's um, we asked on the Facebook group as well. Um, what they thought about this film or just general films. And Edward Harvey said, uh, Black Christmas, pretty creepy slasher. The pioneer babysitter slasher, really, as it came before Halloween. And many say inspired Halloween. It's not better than Halloween, but you have to respect the first of its kind. Um, I saw this about, well, actually, it was, it was Monday, last Monday, um, on a semi-big screen. It was one of those sort of projectors that you sort of have in school uh, assemblies. Yeah. Uh, but it was really good. I really enjoyed it. It's, um, I don't know, it's... Uh, Kind of slow, I guess, but just because it's you know an mm. older film, a little bit on on a cliff edge, <laughs> and um, but the scary bits. There's one bit I genuinely uh, said aloud, like, "Oh my god!" Because there's there's a few scary bits in it. It really yeah. got to me. Yeah. Have you? Uh, what about you guys? Have you seen this before? Is this uh, a regular play for you? After you, Andy. Um, I don't watch it regularly. I've seen it a few times. Um, I don't think it's it's not quite in that area of slasher movies that's um you know got like a you know, like an amusing edge to it. It's it is quite dark. Yeah. Um, lot, lots of plastic bag murders and um, and obscene phone calls. But um, but it is really good. Like I think Ed's right. Like the um, you've got to respect what it built in yeah. as, in terms of the genre as well. But um, it's an enjoyable film. It is genuinely creepy in a lot of parts as well. I found the the phone call bits quite disturbing. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't really know where to like hang your hat with it because it seems to like change every time to like he's, he's saying some, he's in a different voice or no yeah. idea what the hell he's saying most of the time but it's uh <laughs> i feel like there's a tongue sort of about to come through it and sort of and lick you 
It's uh Yeah, like in Freddy Krueger style. Either that or the murderer yeah. is Michael Winslow from Police Academy. <laughs> do all the voices. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was some pretty some pretty gruesome like dialogue when he was when he was sort of talking to him on the phone, wasn't he? He was I mean he was quite he was a bit risky, wasn't he? He was. Uh, you can't say that yeah. in the seventies. I know. <laughs> I mean, there was a great set. There were some great seventies hairdos, some fantastic seventies glasses. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Lois Lane in it as well. Yeah, Margot Kidder. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. Her death scene was um, went down a went down a treat in the in like the film that I went to, like um, it's so it's kind of poetic and it's just everyone's kind of like because well, I didn't I didn't know who was going to be like the final girl or you know who. who was gonna make it through, and I kind of thought she was gonna make be the, one. Be, the be the one, but no, uh, it's a little bit tragic. I kind of want it to is odd, it. odd for a slasher film for you not to really see the threat ever. Yeah, that's not is he in it at all. Well, you see his uh, a hand, eye a hand, as well, an eye. There's really goes like, yeah. like a really he's always off the screen. Yeah. He's, 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 got really, he's, he's got a really long arm that reaches down the stairs, and just pulls yeah, someone back yeah. up. Also, they did yeah. the whole thing with uh, it's like it's told from his POV, like um, a lot of him sort of sneaking around. Um, yeah, it's, it's quite yeah, interesting. That... Yeah, if you think about so... how big those cameras were back then, I've no idea how they did that. It's a, uh, it's a good one. Um, what is the tape to his head? <laughs> <laughs> what was the um? Yeah, so it's just a bit. The only negative I can think is a little bit slow paced. I mean, Ben, you have a have the cliff that we we talk about generally. How was it for you? I'm, I'm, I think I'm usually all right in the seventies. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Once you get to nineteen nineteen sixty nine, nineteen sixty nine, I go straight straight down the elevator shaft. Ah, yeah. Help me! Yeah. yeah, I thought it was just good. I thought like some of the police officer characters were a little bit ridiculous, uh, especially the dude who was taking down a telephone number and she said fellatio, and he just went, "How do you spell what? that? Yeah. How do you spell that?" Yeah, I mean, I thought that was pretty funny, but then there was a there was a police officer laughing in such a way, which made me think he's the killer. But then they never really c- followed up with that. He they was laughing. A, a I, was red like, I was like, "Hang on a minute, he's laughing the same way as the killer does." But yeah, yeah. Well, there's a few red herrings in there. Um, it's one of the, like the only photographer film I think of where they just sort of finish with, "Yeah, he's in there. He's about to do another kill." Is this the first time in horror history that we've had the caller is inside the house? Well, I was going to ask that, well, had... yeah, it's... That, that, yeah. That always gets me because they'd be engaged, wouldn't they, if they're inside the house? You pick up that landline, you'd be like, oh, someone's on the phone already. Yeah. Can't get through. Back in those days, yeah. anyway, at least. I think you could... I'm just trying to think about how those kind of phones work. I think you could put the phone up and then someone else could pick it up and you could talk, right? But you yeah, couldn't ring the you couldn't, you couldn't ring your own house. He was doing the noise. <laughs> he's very, Michael Winslow. He's Michael Winslow. You've <laughs> 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 cracked he it. Throw his, <laughs> he could throw his voice as well. Hang on a minute. That's a, te- that's a, that's a, that's a telephone. <laughs> Hello? I'm going to eat your... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I said, I think this is really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know if I'd... Like when I was at the thingy majority, they were saying this is a film that people watch every year, and I'm like, oh, I don't think many people watch this every year. Like, it, it's good. <laughs> people hate Christmas. <laughs> I've got the family round. What are you going to put on then? Well, luckily for all of you, including children, why are you going Christmas in the attic? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ring, 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 ring. Phones <laughs> ringing. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so I mean, uh, so I'm I'm definitely gonna recommend it for at least like a at least a, a go. 
Uh, what about you guys? Yeah, definitely worth a squirt. I'd recommend it, but say you don't have to watch it at the the joyous <laughs> festive time of Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Well, watch it. Watch it in the dismal days of mid January. It's fine. That, that's absolutely <laughs> yeah. fine. That's a, it's another film that happens at Christmas. Even even got Christmas in the title, which you don't have to watch yeah. at Christmas. Obviously, like including Die Hard and the Christmas classic Iron Man Three. Yeah, watch the hunt for Red October in the summer as well. Can it's not that it's not always the title that's important. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Well, better wait a few months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ben, I've noticed you've uh, taken off the thick knit. Yeah, I could feel, I could feel, I could feel like um, some sweat beginning to dot on my head, and you know, I get it makes me tired, Luke. I think I've done a whole podcast with you before while almost falling asleep. I'm not sure what episode it was, but it was when I was wearing too many layers. So you know. Every one of those black and white films. Yeah. I'm down to just a t-shirt now and I'll be fine for the rest. Thanks yeah. for worrying yeah. about you, for the black For the older films, uh, you should just come in your pants and you, you haven't got the layers then to weigh you down. I should just come in my pants, you just said. <laughs> what <are> you <laughs> anyone that's going to chop that audio down, that'll come back to haunt you. <laughs> you should just come in your pants. I mean, I will, but you know... Well, they see now, Ben. You've given them a clean edit to do. As well. <laughs> That's fine. I'm I'm always happy to help. I'm going to auto tune that to a song to a Christmas jingle. <laughs> That's the thing. Not again. <laughs> should, should we? Uh, do you reckon we should cover the remake next? Is yeah, that yeah. So I've got next on the list here. Yeah. Um, He's going to fuck it through that. So uh, is it called Black Xmas or Black Christmas? Because yes. on IMDb it just says Black Christmas 2006. 2006. Yeah. Um, I've seen I've seen it both on the on the DVD covers. Uh, I okay. saw this at the cinema when it came out as well. But um, before I saw the original, it's not it's not that bad. I, it's it's a pretty different film. There are still some obscene phone calls. Oddly enough, in two thousand and six, the phone calls are slightly less obscene than in the. Gory oh. though, from what I saw I saw the trailer. Oh. So, um. Yeah, a lot a lot more people get their eyes put out in. Um, nah. <laughs> How less obscene are we talking? It's just like. You're all a bunch of bloody idiots. <laughs> oh, you idiots. Yeah, he sometimes phones and says, where's the baby, Billy? Ah, but nothing, <laughs> nothing <Baby>. like that. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I saw him like making uh, yeah, like a gingerbread, um, what have you called it, a cutter? Oh, like cut it, it, yeah. He's cutting gingerbread shapes out of people's backs and baking like skin cookies or something. Yeah, he, um, does, he does a bit of that. And say so he does a bit of, <laughs> He does a bit of getting people in the eyes. He can have someone's eyes out like that faster than the guy from 28 Days Later who had to put some real effort into it. He'll have your eyes out as soon as look at you. Yeah. Probably oh, practiced like by that. shucking oysters or something all the time. Yeah. You all know. that time living in, living in the attic all that time. <laughs> uh, so this one, um, it's got Michelle Trachtenberg, uh, Dawn from uh, Buffy, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Winstead. Um, would you reckon is it a good one? Is it worth watching? It looked to me like from the trailer, it looked like a '90s slasher, but yeah, but set in this in this idea it's, of the Christmas house. <laughs> it's a perfectly acceptable '90s slasher made in 2006. Um, yeah. So it's 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 a good second tier slasher. It's up there with you. I know what he did last summer's and the like. Okay, oh, cool. I, yeah. I, like, I like. I know what he did last summer. Oh, um, in that case, you'll love. I yeah. will love a film for you. <laughs> that uh, that and Scream were like uh, two of the, my first VHS video things that I, that I ever owned. I think I was quite young as well. Yeah, that's but, um, a good slasher. Yeah, I know what you did last summer. It's like the Who's Who 
of 1990s television, television stars. It's just like Sarah Michelle Gellar, Sarah Michelle yeah. Gellar, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Freddie yeah. Prince Jr. Freddie Prince Jr. It's like yeah. it's like the dream team. And they all get killed, right? I think I can't remember how that one ends. Uh, not sure. I know what you did. There was a sequel, wasn't there? I know what you did last summer. It ends on a boat. I watched it on Netflix not long ago. It ends <laughs> on a boat, and uh, the hook man gets dragged away, and then Jennifer Love Hewitt is in a steamy shower at the end, and someone's written, "Still no." <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I still know in the steam. Yeah, hook, that's it. Hook, hook man in in his mac in the shower with a hook. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, to a union where the showers are that hot in dorms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go, exactly. So the next one I've got on the list. Uh, I think we should do another. Let's do another um, of Andy's recommendations. Uh, well, I've got this, what, what should we tick off? But this one, um, let, so Dan Butcher, uh, friend of the show, he when we asked like for Christmas films, he says Silent Night, Deadly Night. It is total shit. <laughs> Sadly, so you'd be right. <laughs> <laughs> but this is one that people always like. I always see popping up on um, like Facebook groups and stuff. Silent Night, Deadly Night. Uh, IMDb says after his parents are murdered, a tormented teenager goes on a murderous rampage dressed as Santa. Due to his state at an orphanage where he was abused by the mother superior. I don't know anything about this film. I've not even looked at the trailer. I just know that, and it's it keeps popping up. So is it is it is it shit? It, it's pretty bad. Um, well, like low budget. Has... Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, it's fairly low budget. Um, it's, it, I want to sound like a bleeding heart. It's quite mean-spirited. Okay. And um, I think it'd be, it, it could be solved at any stage with, 
someone explaining something to someone. Like, um, so he sees his parents Killing get killed by a, by a oh. Santa. Yeah. Oh, sees, okay. sees his and, uh, you know, that's a pretty bad thing to happen. That could mess you up. But maybe someone would sit down with him and say, what really Santa, mate? It was a bad man. Happened to be dressed as Santa. But it appears that years go by and then he's really bothered in this orphanage by seeing a Santa. And, and uh. the mother superior goes, no, no, you'll sit on Santa's lap. And uh. by the way, Santa always punishes naughty kids. So then later on, when he uh, ends up with a Santa hat on, again, at Christmas, when someone forces, he's got a job and someone's forced him to dress as Santa. Not the point that when they're taking him on the job, some say, watch him around Christmas time because he's taking him on as a favour to us at the orphanage here. And he gets a bit funny around Christmas time because of the murders. No, no just crack on. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and then he goes around, he says the word punish a lot um, and then kills people in festive ways, like with an axe or with strangling. So you say it means really it's not like a it's not like a funny a lovely uh, bit of festive strangling. It's not a funny um, deaths. No, there's it's on balance. It's not outrageous enough to just be funny. It sometimes yeah. it's funny because it's a little bit dated, and um, yeah, the, the right. budget isn't incredibly is, is this, high. Is it is it eighties? Yes, I think so. Like eighty four, maybe. Okay. Who uh, so the effects are, they, are we talking like Tom Savini level eighties effects or? Um, not all like I'd that. say, I'd say sub, sub early Friday the thirteenth level. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, like loads of uh, clothes that someone's filled with stakes getting smashed <laughs> with hammers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So filled with stakes, medium or yeah. or uh, yeah, right down. Is this the first or one well we're done. saying not recommend? Um, oh. if you if if. If a fine podcast has presented you with a list of ten, and you're gonna, only going to watch some of them, <laughs> I'd give this one a miss. Okay, give it a miss. But uh, the next one on the list, I, I personally was going to come right out of it and say, don't give it a miss. Is my favourite thing I've seen recently is Jack Frost. Like, yes. I don't know why I just loved it so much. <laughs> I just wasn't expecting to, because it's kind of like you go in there and it's got like stock Christmas like uh, royalty free music, and it's like really <laughs> cheesy. Um, it's got seven percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Um, the death scenes are insane, uh, the, the murder scenes and stuff. <laughs> it's is what I, I don't know. What to, I just really enjoyed it. I don't know why. And the kid, well, I'll go into it a bit more. But uh, okay, so Jack Frost, you, I think this is maybe one of your favorite movies ever, Andy. Is that? Is that <laughs> like, I've, I've watched Jack Frost more times than I care to remember. I've got it that I watch. I think it's one of my Christmas movies that I watch every year. It's got a sequel, which is a summer holiday movie. So it's a, it's, it's an evergreen franchise. Uh, so this is what uh, IMDb has to say about it. After an accident that left murderer Jack Frost, he's already called Jack Frost. This isn't a name he takes up. Jack Frost dead in, a, in genetic material. The vengeful killer returns as a murderous snowman to exact his revenge on the man <laughs> who sent him to be executed. It's just, I mean, there's like a weird like, snowman competition. None of the snow looks real. Like, yeah. the snow is like, <laughs> like, cop, like, 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 and it's like the sun is like blaring down on yeah. all these things. Well, we're just making a lovely snowman here. in the town called Snowminton. Snowminton, <laughs> the guy, the, the, main, the main character, the actor, uh, I, I, I kind of like feel for him because he, he's really trying. I think for a lot of films, he's yeah. like really putting a lot into it. And I just think, I don't think he realizes how this is going to come out. <laughs> yeah, people it's almost watching. like sometimes really horrific things happen and it's like really slapstick. So, like a, a kid 
gets pushed over by by the evil Santa Claus, uh, by the evil snowman, yeah. and has his head lopped off by like a sled. A sledge. And his head by a sledge, and his head goes flying. Yeah. And the kid, and the, it cuts to the little kid who was also there, and he goes, "It wasn't me." <laughs> <laughs> Someone's just been decapitated in front of you. In, That's in not a, how you react. Instant, someone had like a lot of fun with like the ADR, like the the the, the voiceovers at the end. There's loads of little things, um, like when they're talking about the kid, the, the dad's like crying, like saying he was about he was only this this tall, and then someone outside goes, "Not anymore, he ain't." <laughs> yeah, like, there's loads so of like little funny. voices like that coming in. <laughs> now later on, when um uh the, the main guy is sort of going through this like hotel or like motel or something, he's knocking all the doors. There's people getting like whipped. There's like yeah. uh, there's like, loads of people like just um, oh, well, a, lot, a lot of sex in those basically. But this, um, I mean, this film was. That's the first time I've ever seen it, but I kind of knew what to expect just from just from the like DVD cover which I saw. The DVD um, cover looks great, but it doesn't look anything like that. Like, no, why did he? Why did he? Make, he never that? has sharp teeth. He's like, what's going on? Um, it's awful. It's utterly awful. You could you could spend hours picking it apart, but at the same time, it's pretty entertaining. <laughs> the, the, I think the one of my favorite bits was the the Christmas tree murder. Yes. Um, yeah. When he's like, sh- like the music that comes on is like so not fitting with that particular moment, and uh, it, I just couldn't stop chuckling when he keeps like shiving a face into the ball balls. Oh, the, the box of balls. The ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, like, he, he kind of looks like a snowman, maybe like a like a snowman you'd see like at a grotto in like a like yeah. a sort of in yeah. like a outside Woolworths um, shopping like, yeah. shopping shopping center or something. But when it's a POV, the <laughs> the snowman's hands are just cuddly toys there's oven, yeah. there's oven gloves there's white oven gloves yeah, yeah. Um, also I mean uh, the main the way they kill him at the end is um, with antifreeze and anyways find that out because the kid made his dad some oats for the day and he put antifreeze in his dad's oats to warm him up for the yeah. day can I'm you like, imagine that's how you Jack kill people the murderer hadn't come back like, I know he's going to die anyway yeah. <laughs> so isn't that how they uh, in Sixth Sense that's what they put in the porridge, the poison, yeah. the like, so a little bit in the soup, in the soup, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Antifreeze will do you in straight away because apparently yeah. I did forensics. It's not something I've researched independently. It is but, something um, I have researched independently for. But apparently, for antifreeze yeah. tastes lovely. Oh, really? Tastes okay. lovely, but will blind and paralyze and <laughs> make you be fucked up to death. Yeah, it's, oh. it's, it's apparently a really good way of killing people. <laughs> I'd put some in your oats for, for to warm you up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, I am going to say I'll recommend it. Um, I just think it's a, uh, in terms of like, it's, it's kind of thing we put on with a load of people around the house. Yeah. Bit of eggnog on the go, whatever that It also like. stars, it's also got Shannon, Shannon Elizabeth from yeah. American Pie. It like, does, she, does she get raped? Is it a rape in the shower? Well, in the bath. That he, he sort of goes in the bath and then appears in the bath. And he kind of... I don't know if he's trying, trying to pushes her against the wall. It's <laughs> yeah. it's kind of ambiguous, but the carrot is not on his nose during yeah. that scene. Exactly. So yeah. I think I that's what it's implied. <laughs> and then when she falls down dead, he says, "Was it good for you?" Yeah, and then he's and then he's smoking... to send flowers. <laughs> yeah, and then he's smoking a pipe. Yeah, I only axed you for a smoke. Oh, <laughs> so many little puns. He's got there. a strong pun game. Yeah, My favorite yeah. thing about Jack Frost, and it is a slight pick to it, but before, obviously, you know, the sheriff has all those flashbacks when he sees those letters that Jack Frost's been yeah. sending him. Saying, one on the wall. Yeah. I'll find a way to kill you. But I love it how he's written them in newspaper, but still signed them. It's like <laughs> yeah. sheriff, I will kill yeah. you, Jack Frost. <laughs> Just write it in pen. Well, it's, it's, 
It was his fault letters, then. And, he, and his wife says, I thought you threw them away. So, well, I didn't. And he puts them away. Later on, it's like one of them just on a corkboard in the office. Like, so it might just be yeah. like, it's like it's framed on the wall. <laughs> Put that He's obsessed fridge. with them. Yeah, yeah. Get off kids' report cards. Jack Frost. <laughs> yeah. Throw that away. Um, yeah, I, I, I'd recommend it. I mean, what about, what about you, Andy? Um, yeah, I would heartily recommend If I was going to recommend any film from this dispute, get your family around and have a jolly good time. It's yeah. definitely the Jack, Jack Frost. You, you want to watch with friends, don't you? This? Yeah. You want to watch this film with get, friends. Just... Get your snowballs, get your nog. Can you imagine <laughs> nog, like, writing the script in this? I bet the guy couldn't stop like, lapping, like chuckling to himself as he was writing this. This yeah. is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but um, okay, so uh, moving on then. So there's one that I've, I've not heard of until I think Andy, I think you put it on Twitter that you're going to watch it. And I think Tom Ward piped up and said it's shit. Yeah, it's called. He watched it every year. Right? It's called Saint or Saint. I'm not completely sure. I think it's if, whether you translate it or not, I think it's written down Saint on the poster that I've, that I've seen for it. Okay. So it says here, a horror film that depicts St. Nicholas as a murderous bishop who kidnaps and murders children when there is a full moon on December the 5th. Written and directed by a guy called Dickmas. I don't know if that's like... <laughs> what? It's, a, it's written down by a guy named Dickmas. It's just a nickname. His name is Richard Mouse. <laughs> I was like, is that like a... Oh yeah, it is. His name is Dickmas. 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 And um, it's produced by someone called Tom DeMole. <laughs> That's not funny, but Dickmas. Yeah. And his uh, girlfriend is called Dickmas Eve. <laughs> I, can't, I can't move on from this. I can't move on from the man called Dickmas. Yeah. Do you reckon he's literally, he's literally thinking, I'm gonna have to make a, I've got to make a Christmas film. My name's Dickmas. Yeah. Dickmas. Dickmas. Christmas, Christmas, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, Andy, do you want to tell us a bit about it? Um, yeah. So, another one for the subtitle crowd. The version of it I was watching didn't have any subtitles, or I couldn't find a way to switch them on. So, um, I, I had a conversation with Tom about it actually, and he said, "I said, okay, I'll see what I can do with my GCSE German." He pointed out that it was in um, not in German, <laughs> so that wouldn't help me very much. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's um, translate again. Through. It's in um, I think it's in Dutch. You've been perhaps. confused again. Yeah, but oddly enough, <laughs> that Dutch? being said, enough words were similar that you know. Yeah. Occasionally, they'd say the number goes ha seven. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Following this plot nicely, um, there are some, there are some funny like gory scenes in it, um, particularly when. Bad St. Nicholas's ghost horse gets shot, falls off a roof and crushes a car with policemen in it. It's okay, the horse is fine. Um, there are some there are some awkward bits in it. There is some awkward racism. There is a little bit of blacking up, which... Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, which maybe it flies differently um, on the a continent. Little, a little <laughs> bit of blacking up. Well, I think I think that there is some, it, there is some sort of traditional Dutch festival or some there's something traditional dutch where blacking up is still quite common ah, because yeah, well, every every year i still sort of see pictures of it and people saying people are still doing this in netherlands are they supposed to i mean you know look like black people when they do this or is it just a sort of from what i could gather from the film i couldn't really understand <laughs> even with my gcse grade c in german 
Um, so did you see the actual process of the blacking up? They, they really do. The they, they're getting ready to go to a Christmas party, and one of them is dressed like um, bad Santa Claus, and the and then his two friends. I guess there is helpers, but um, but they don't last very long. They're not in it for very long, and just the guy dressed dressed as Sint carries on for the rest of the movie. So he's a murderous bishop. He kidnaps yeah. and murders children when there's a full moon. Um. And, and so he does. <laughs> yeah. The 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 box, the box art is quite like a it looks kind of dark. Is it? Yeah. You know that way. It sounds pretty dark. The, bo- the box art kind of looks like a like a Ramstein album. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. The Ramstein like Christmas album. Nevermore, well, well, the Christmas album. Well, uh, have you have you heard that band Ghost? No, no I think so. No. Uh, you need to, you need definitely need to check out this band Ghost. So basically, the front man of this band looks like that. He's dressed as a bishop, got black and white makeup on. Got a big yeah. staff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're actually really good. Like it's not like uh, it's not sort of like death metal or anything. It's kind of like quite easy listening, sort of heavy rock. But yeah. uh, definitely check them out. You know, they're good. Little plug okay. for them. So, uh, uh, since recommend or not recommend? Oh, go on. I tell you what. G- give it a go. Give it a go. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I'll tell you what. Give it a give it a go. <laughs> give it a go. It is, as um, Tom pointed out, it is terrible. Okay. Um, but the 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 gore and the and the killings and the fighting the sort of zombie followers that Synth has is quite slapstick, okay. sort of um like brain dead levels of slapstick. You know, okay, arms and cool. legs being chopped all over the place, and some of the scenes are quite nicely put together. But um, and in terms yeah. of budget, budget level, what are we, what are we looking at here? Is it kind of Super low micro budget. Uh, it's it's cheap, but it's not a micro budget. They I think yeah. they spent a bit on it, and the you know it shot reasonably well. They blow up a boat, so again, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got some money to burn. It's just Lego. That's all it yeah. was. It was just yeah. a Lego boat, just a bang. So <laughs> one little banger. <laughs> just gonna do another uh, one one for Andy, and then um then uh, we've got uh, the next one on the list. So um. Johan in the Facebook group said, um, it's got a few suggestions for stuff we can talk about Christmas, but say, uh, Santa's sleigh needs to be one just for the sheer idea of seeing professional wrestler Goldberg playing an evil Santa. So Santa's sleigh, uh, Santa Claus is actually a demon who lost a bet with an angel, so he becomes the giver of toys and happiness. But when the bet is off, he returns to his evil ways. I n- never, I didn't know this existed until, until I think I saw some box art somewhere or, or Johan talking about it. Uh, Andy, is this another of your favourite yearly watches? Um, no, th- I had my first watch of this for the podcast this week. Oh, right, so okay. I, um, I, I had a watch of it and it has its moments. Um, there are some, it's really slapstick and over the top. As you can imagine, anything as a rule, when you get someone in who's a wrestler, they can do like a charismatic performance. They can do some over the top, like smashing through walls and like picking up normal sized people and throwing them about the place. Um, I don't think of Goldberg as a particularly um, animated person. But have you, have no, you ever watched wrestling? Did you ever see? He, see he's just he's just he's just super aggressive, isn't he? That's yeah. Yeah. kind of his his shtick. His yeah. shtick is just uh, he's screaming all the time and roaring and spitting. Yeah. I don't know if he spits. Yeah. What what happened to? Because I remember like <laughs> back in WCW, he was like on a, a two hundred and fifty match uh, streak. Like he just win ludicrous. Lead all the yeah, time. he used to. He, I think it's. I think it's still like one of the biggest, one of the longest 
streaks in professional wrestling history. I think it like got, I think there was like a, a female wrestler called Ashka in uh, WWE NXT who came close fairly recently um, to equaling it, but I think his is still the one. It's quite a it's quite a thing, really. If you look in with your contract with the the boss of wrestling, Mister McMahon, okay, here's my new gimmick. My thing is, I'll never lose. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good idea. I like it. <laughs> but I mean, like that must make matches a bit boring. I remember you the WCW matches with him. For some reason, I was still kind of excited every time he came in, even though I knew he was going to win. Yeah. Would he ever well, sometimes do some of those things? Like, oh. You did lose, but it was a disqualification, so you didn't really lose. Uh, I don't know. Exactly, um, that's probably what they did at the time. Um, yeah. But then again, he came up he came up against a few big names like Sting and DDP and that, where it kind of almost looked like, wait a minute, he's going to lose here. This is going to be it. The dream is dead. He's, st- he's still knocking about, though. He wrestled at like, WrestleMania this this year. Has he still got it? Um, his did matches he, did he are going to be short. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, no. He, his last match, he lost, but he, he did oh. beat, beat Brock Lesnar. He, he beat Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series last year in like a like a minute or something. Yeah. Um, so he lost, he's, and he's he, like, he, I don't, I don't like this anymore. I don't this like it. Quinn, I'm going to be in a Christmas movie. <laughs> I think yeah. even when he came, even when he came into WWE, he still kind of always won. That was his thing. Weird. Uh, so Santa Slate. Um, thing to have. Uh, so comical. Um, Goldberg, does, does Goldberg win in the end? Um, <laughs> no, I'm afraid he loses. So that's tr- that's probably where we went back yeah. to the wrestling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so recommend or not recommend? Um, I would say if you want your hit of Evil Santa played by a wrestler, um, the opening scene of this will give you all you need to. It's like a dinner party with some um, recognizable faces from um, sort of American comedy TV. Okay. Um, and then, like, basically, he comes down the chimney and kills them all. And it's a complete throwaway scene that bears no importance to the rest of the movie. It's but um, to like entrance music with like pyrotechnics. No, <laughs> there are pyrotechnics because he just comes down the chimney, and okay. I think it comes down to some. I'm imagining like a rock version of a Christmas song. <laughs> yeah. yeah <okay>. but, um, <laughs> And then he comes down and like stabs the dad's hands to the table with the with like the knife and fork from the turkey carving, and then blows eggnog on fire into someone's face, and and then like snaps someone snaps like a chair leg off and like beats someone else to death with it. Like just watch that first ten minutes, and then you've okay. got all you need to from that movie. And Claire from Lost is in it um, for the whole movie. Um, is that is that the girl who's also in Hills of Eyes? Yes, I think okay, it cool. is. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I might, what, I might what give year, that a go. What year, what year was Santa made? Sounds recent, doesn't it? Um, oh, 2005. So it's not that long ago at all. What is the most recent film? I guess Krampus that came 2015. Yeah, Krampus. yeah, yeah. That's in a couple. Yeah. Of I mean, Goldberg looks pretty badass. As I mean, he looks a bit strange with hair, but uh, he does look pretty badass as as Evil Santa. So, uh, so we recommend at least the first ten minutes of that one. Yeah, watch um, the first ten minutes and then see how long you get after that. You won't miss anything if you give up. Okay, so the next one on the list is the one that uh, seems to get like name number one, crown number one of like Christmas horror movies. Um, it's Gremlins, which I think we've all seen probably multiple times. Yeah, um, boy inadvertently breaks three important rules concerning his new pet <laughs> and unleashes a horde of malevolently mischievous monsters on a small town. Um, directed by Joe Dante, um, 
Zach Gallagher has actually been touring around England recently, screening the Gremlins. Um, I, I don't know why, why, what's so special about it this year, but um, yeah, Gremlins. I mean, it's a Stone Cold classic. It's just one of those films that you watch, like <coughs> you get a VHS, you sort of watch it and repeat over and over again as a kid. Mm. But um, and it's not it's not just the exclusively Christmas film either. It's one of those films you yeah. can watch. Yeah, you can watch Gremlins anytime, can you? Yeah, it's Gremlins two at Christmas. That's what I was going to ask. No, it's... It's... Just okay. a day at the office, isn't it? Oh, Gremlins uh, 2. Yeah, yeah. I think Gremlins right. 2, I still think I prefer it. I don't know. I think it's just got a few scenes that just linger in my mind a lot more. There's the bit yeah. where the guy, the, the talking Gremlin, just like, uh, he starts to like spaz out and he goes, oh, I don't think you're fine. Well, he's got like a really yeah. posh voice. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's so good. Uh, and, and also the, the uh, number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Tommy Draper in the group said, I watch Gremlins every December. A movie that has always scared and made me laugh ever since seeing it back in the eighties, Christmas classic. Um, I watched this again mm, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I did fall asleep a little bit in the middle, but like I said, it's just such like a um, like a comforting movie, and it, it was kind of actually kind of scary in places. Like there's a bit yeah. where um, they're attacking the mum in the kitchen, and I thought she was actually going to get hurt here. Um, yeah. yeah, I think when 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 uh, the gremlins sort of go into their little cocoons and the little eggs. Yeah, I always find that I always find that really horrible. When like they're coming like, oh, out, and they're, they're, yeah, all the sort of dry ice that that comes out when they're sort of. I mean, it, it is is pretty amazing. I know what you mean about the middle of the film. I think in the middle of the film when the gremlins are kind of like rab, running rampant on the town. Yeah, get, they go to the bar and little, stuff. It's yeah, like I mean, it, the bar, me, yeah. It, it gets a little bit repetitive for me at that point, but I think yeah. everything that sort of like bookends it. Yeah. It's great, and I think the yeah. I think the mythology of Gremlins yeah. is great, and yeah. it's almost it's almost really surprising that we haven't seen more of it. I considering... think they've just greenlit a third one, haven't they? They've just they're talking like, about it, yeah. Last couple of months, and they've because I know the sticking point for a long time was that Joe Dante wanted would only agree to do another one if they would agree to do it with practical effects, and the studios are always saying no, no CGI, CGI. So he said, fine. I, I can already see what see, yeah. I can already see a CGI Gremlin in my head, and I'm not a fan. Yeah. But apparently so, they've, they've agreed. So um, hmm. if things don't change, we're on for a third one with proper gremlins in it, and it'll be a wonderful time. Because it, it could go cool. in so many yeah. different. It could go in so many different directions. Yeah. It could it could happen in so many different places. There's just there's just like so much you could do with it because it is a very basic but unique premise. Like um, it's just it's full on punk. It's like just an irreverent sort of let's just do whatever. Like. In the second one, did he go to the cinema again, or is it just there the is a, There's a bit in the second one. The second one goes mental, doesn't it? And it cuts as if the film reel has been stolen, and then yeah. it cuts outside the film to a yeah. cinema where Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Gremlins. Uh, it's Hulk the, Hogan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Gremlins are sort of breaking the film, or, or yeah. trying to change the reel or something. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it's that like it's it's, it's like Deadpool. It's like you know that yeah. that sort of self um, reflective thing four on the four, exactly yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah but I, I'd, I'd, maybe that's why they've been touring it then because to get trying to get the free. traction for the new one yeah yeah I don't know yeah um, it just seems well like having that. it just seems like having a Mogwai though I mean it's I mean I know obviously they don't want the shopkeeper doesn't want to sell it to him but so much effort can't get it wet can't let it see sunlight. How does that work? You can't get it wet. How does it drink? And you can't feed it after midnight. I kept thinking about time zones and stuff. That's the brilliant yeah. thing, isn't it? Because they have that exact conversation in number two when 
Billy's trying to explain it to the guys in the control room, and they say, "Oh, what about a time zone, and how does it drink?" <laughs> and then, and then I think a massive gremlin yeah. bursts out and punches the smartass <laughs> guy. In the <laughs> well, that's it. I would have deserved a punch from uh, from Stripe. Uh, I really want to play gremlins too again now. I remember like once um, we had it on VHS, and you know the tracking sort of goes on the VHS video, oh. you got lines sort of constantly yeah. on the screen. We had one like that, and um, it was just broke. Like I couldn't track it into place. We just kept doing the lines. I didn't mind. Just watched it over and over again. When he's like, "That's not part of the film." <laughs> yeah, um, so good. Uh, I mean, in terms of recommend, or not recommend. I'd definitely recommend. It. I really want to recommend two again now. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. So it's, I think you have yeah, to. It's... Um, and the last one, the last film on our ten list, um, is Elves. I've... Well, <laughs> so here, I, I, I didn't even look at the posters or anything. I just read the synopsis. So it says. A young woman discovers that she is the focus of an evil Nazi experiment involving selective breeding and summoned elves and attempt to create a race of supermen. She and two of her friends are trapped in a department store with an elf and only Dan Haggerty as a renegade uh, as a renegade loose cannon Santa Claus can save them. Um, a renegade loose yeah. cannon. <laughs> he didn't Santa play by the rules, man. There's so many things in that. They were like, we just need some cool keywords, and let's just make a film out of it. It's uh, it's insane. So, uh, is it, what what hap- what is it about, Andy? Um, so, as the synopsis suggests, there is um, a, a girl. She's a, you know normal teenager doing normal teenage things, hanging out at the mall after it's closed by sneaking in, and then these elves want to come and try and impregnate her because that will allow them to birth the the Nazi Ubermensch. But um, <laughs> <Sad mistake. laughs> but um, only Grizzly Adams as a renegade Santa Claus can save the day. And he is straight on board with her story and he's going to protect her from these Nazi elves. And um, he punches up a load of Nazis, including her granddad, who's also her father. And her mom is in it and she's really cruel and literally turns on a dime from it. Oh, he, I was really worried that you almost got killed. I bet that's because you're a fucking slag, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I mean, it's fair enough. While she's out at the, while she's out down the mall, drowns a cat in the toilet. That's just Jesus. a, just her mom to be to be horrible. And she's got like a really creepy little brother as well. Like the the, the main character goes to have a shower early in the film, and then when she comes out, there's like a like an eight year old boy going, "Oh, you've got cracking tits." And <laughs> she just says, "You've got my brother, you little creep," and he goes, "I don't care." It is, it is the weirdest film. Jesus, um, it's on, it's on YouTube, so you can watch it on there for free or not, as the case may be. Nineteen eighty-seven. To be fair, these elves are pretty terrifying. Now, um, what we, what we saying about them? Yeah, they're, they're, what we saying? they're pretty horrid elves. They're not Ooh. like elves. They're just like horrible, disgusting. They're like kind things, of, kind of like wet boglins. Yeah, it's just a, I quite like the uh, the VHS box art for it, like the hand, little evil hand yeah. coming out of the. Um... It's very Gremlinsy. The box yeah, art, isn't it? yeah, yeah. The box art's really good, but I did see the trailer. I didn't watch it unfortunately, but uh, from the trailer, I mean, it was it was crazy. It looked like it was. What what budget are we talking with this? Um, <laughs> given the time it 40, came out, forty forty dollars. So... I don't know. I'd, I'd probably go into old money. I think it probably cost about six <laughs> D to make <laughs> six cuts. Okay, so uh, so that's the last one. So, are we recommending that one or not recommending? Um, 
I'm going to go with a hot no on that one. <laughs> like I say, it's on YouTube, so spend 10 minutes just okay. clicking through it and you'll be fine. Sure. I might do that just to sort of get a better picture of it. Absorb the magic. The, yeah. I will, you know, slight spoilers for elves if you intend to watch it, but don't worry. The cat drowning abusive mother does get it. <laughs> he does. There's an elf killer. An elf. Yeah, he, um, he wangs the radio in the bath while she's uh, having a scrub. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's a lot of ba- baths and showers and yep. stuff. It's a good way to die. It's a good way to get a murder in there. Um, I've got some trivia. I don't know if you guys want to see how we did it before. <laughs> oh, yes. Always um, another bit of trivia. <laughs> okay, uh, number one. So each gremlin from the movie Gremlins cost around thirty to $40,000 to make. Wow. It seems like a lot. But I suppose what what was going on? I mean, it was just like a. It seemed like a pretty basic animatronic. It was like a Furby or some shit, wasn't it? <laughs> I think they're pretty. I think they're pretty uh, good, and it's, and it's for San Diego, isn't it? Yeah, let's go. Let's go true with that. And true. Yeah, true. Uh, maybe that's why the the studio were like saying for number three, like it's too expensive. Then again, I mean, how much more or less would it be to do CGI? I don't know. Maybe we'd have the model already. You know how much it costs to CGI a mustache <laughs> off. Can you imagine how it takes? To... <laughs> the thing is, like, if they cost that, if they cost thirty to forty thousand dollars, you'd be like, keep them safe somewhere. Keep yeah. them safe somewhere yeah. so we could use them in the future. And they're right. getting, okay, I'm going to kill this one. No, don't, don't do anything that'll yeah. damage this expensive puppet. Well, apparently, um, each night in the set, they used to check people's boots and stuff to make sure they weren't like stealing them. Um, it's quite a few of them as well. I'm sure there's like at least fifty or so of these gremlins. In that cinema bit, there's loads. Yeah, yeah. How could you hide? How could you hide one of them in a boot? You'd be just like walking about. <laughs> do you, do oh, you mean you... the boot? Of, do you mean the boot of their car? Yeah. Not the boot of. The... <laughs> <laughs> right. I was, I was wondering what you're on about then, Ben. <laughs> the trunk of the yeah. car. Yeah. Trunk of the car. What do you say, trunk? Come on, that's it the English way of saying it. <laughs> Hey, let me have a look at all of your footwear before yeah. you before you leave. Okay, number two. Uh, in the film Black Christmas, uh, while shooting the footage for the phone call scenes, the actors are actually just reacting to threatening dialogue being spoken from director Bob Clark off camera. He says stuff like, you're silly. You're such silly billies. I'm going to get you, you silly sallies. <laughs> and then have to react to that. <laughs> It's not Michael Winslow, just offset. <laughs> false. Yeah, false. Well, I mean, it's okay. Well, it's true. It's true that like, he was saying stuff to them off camera, but it doesn't go into detail of what he was saying. I uh, added, embellished that bit. Um, okay, number three. <laughs> In the film Jack Frost, George Clooney was originally attacked. <laughs> <laughs> George Clooney was originally attached to the project but left to do Batman and Robin which he now reject, uh, um, regrets doing uh, true or false. What, was it, what film was he attached to? Um, this, Jack Frost Oh, Jack Frost, this uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with false just because you didn't get through the entire question well, I just realised how ludicrous it was um, to be fair, though, if you're looking at Jack Frost and Batman and Robin on an even playing field, yeah, I would watch Jack Frost more often. Same level of puns as well. 
This is a trick question. I'm going to come out and say it now. Because, yes, is it true or false list? <laughs> I'm sticking with false. Okay. Yeah, false. So it's false, but um, it's true if you were talking about Jack Frost that came out the year after, uh, uh, which uh, uh, end, with Michael uh, Keaton ended up getting the role. Um, okay, number four. Um, <laughs> one actor... <laughs> One actor who read for the role of Jack Frost pulled a muscle at his audition. True or false? True. It's a very True. physical role. Yeah. yeah false. Exactly. Actually, he pulled a knife during the audition. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't really go into detail what happened. It just said he pulled the knife out. Um, well, surely they should give him the role then. <laughs> then and there. Ooh, You're scary. the most <laughs> like a murderer. <laughs> You're the most like a murderer and unpredictable like Jack Frost. Yeah. So, As he uh, stabs yeah. him, they're like, you got the part. Oh. Yeah, okay. I imagine though that the the auditions for Jack Cross probably like in a McDonald's car park. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, last one. Uh, oh yeah, so in Krampus, when they're fighting the toys, there's like a bear type uh, toy, and I don't remember what's her face stabs it in the eye and she throws it off the uh, down a laundry chute or something. If you listen closely, you can hear the bear do the Wilhelm scream. True or false? Oh. Uh, yeah, true. Why not? I'm gonna go true. They they stick that into things, don't they? It's true. Yeah. Um, I was watching like compilations of Wilhelm scream the other day, and it's just I just couldn't stop laughing at how like ludicrous the the scream is. I might put like a little sound never... effect in now just to. <gasps> oh. Ah. <laughs> yeah. <mental. laughs> okay. Uh, and that's it. That's what I've got. So uh, I guess we should just end quickly and say, out of out of all these films, um. Individually, which would you recommend people watch? Uh, start with Andy. Um, I'm going to say Jack Frost because you've all seen Gremlins, right? So go yeah. watch Jack Frost. Yeah. How about you, Ben? Uh, yeah, Jack Frost. <laughs> well, <laughs> what the hell not? I mean, that was probably the most entertaining, ridiculous one. So, yeah, what the hell not? Black Christmas was pretty cool as well. Yeah, Black pretty good, good, solid yeah. sort of like slasher film and that. But yeah. I'd like, season to be jolly. I'd like to say Krampus, but I just don't think it does. Something about it just doesn't work. So Jack Frost for me, I had such a blast watching Jack Frost. It's just so much fun. Unanimous. Yeah. Okay. So um, this show is brought to you by Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com and grab a free book. Become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash Hawk and Cleaver. Thanks to Kovach Cowman for our theme music. Thanks to Acast for hosting the show. Thanks to our uh, people over at the Facebook group. That's um, Horror Hangout Board of Advisors. Uh, thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, give us a five-star rating, review in iTunes, remember to hit subscribe. And thanks to my co-host Ben from Real Horror Do, but also thanks to a certain Christmas horror expert, uh, Mr. Andy Conduit Turner. Thanks, man. Thanks so much for having us, guys. I think thanks, Andy. Without you, we would have been lost in this crazy <laughs> yeah. world of Christmas horror. No direction. Yeah. You end up only watching good movies. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, we'll love to have you back on in the new year for, for a film. Uh, you got some quality ones coming up, guys. I'd love to join you for, what, Cabin in the Woods, Nightmare on Elm Street, brilliant stuff. Cool, nice one. Okay, guys. Um, so, Yay, Merry, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas!
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.